0: welcome to americans in germany drinking whiskey this could be jeff and this definitely is alex and today we're doing mythbusters part three yes we you love this so much we're doing it a third time and (laughs) we're out of
1: ideas (laughs) hey who doesn't love mythbusters we are basically going on the coattails of adam and jamie and their amazing television show but that doesn't matter doesn't matter we're doing it so we're gonna be going over myths and stereotypes about germany and Germans. Exactly. So let's uh, put on our lederhosen and <laughs> cycle down. <laughs> it's terrible. This week's episode is brought to you by... Well, who is it, Alex? It's Koya Insurance. Koya Insurance. Now, this is an insurance company I would recommend... And I think you would recommend to any expats living in germany yeah for sure berlin nuremberg wherever they offer apartment insurance also known as home insurance yeah. private liability insurance Ooh. uh animal insurance bike theft insurance which is very important now apartment and home insurance which in german is known as hausrat nice. is uh something that covers basically everything in your apartment your clothes furniture even your Xbox, Alex, you don't own an Xbox, but if you do, it covers that Xbox. Wow. You're protected against fire, water damage, and theft. Now, Alex, let's say while you're on vacation, a pipe in your kitchen breaks, floods your apartment, and destroys your beautiful Olympus digital camera and all of your, <laughs> all of your lenses. Now, if you had Koya, no problem. They'll pay you back. You are completely covered for that kind of a damage. They'll well, insure you for tens of thousands of euros for only a small monthly fee of around €5 Euro per month. So there's really no reason not to have it because it's just so cheap. It's in the background. It's just in case uh, these horrible things happen. Now, to learn more, please go to Koya.com. That is C-O-Y-A dot com. Hello, everybody. Here we are.
0: (laughs) I feel like it's also really important, too, because uh, it is 2020, and only bad things are happening. Exactly.
1: Insurance. 2020 is kind of the... 2012, really like you know, the Mayans, particularly 2012. Oh, yeah, true, they were eight years off. It's uh, they were. it's more 2020. And just a reminder, Koya and everything, it's in it has, it's in English, so right for expats, perfect, super useful.
0: So, Alex, how do you do? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Before nice. before we get started, just like I think uh, last week as well, we have a decent amount of shout outs to do.
1: Yeah, and I actually, I just realized before we do the shout outs, we should mention this is episode four oh zero yes. this is episode 40
0: this is episode 40 Forty episode yeah
1: which i'm not even saying this in a fake way I, even just now as i think about it it doesn't yeah. seem real because i remember when we got to episode 15 and we thought how huge that was
0: yeah I mean, yeah yeah for sure because 40 means i don't know we've been sitting here for ages yeah true i mean, I mean but now, now we're at your place things have changed up a bit you know
1: that's true yeah we started yours but um yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah, so thank you to everybody who's been listening, because honestly, we still have so much fun meeting up every Wednesday and recording this thing, and we, yeah. lo- we love all your messages. Without this podcast, would we ever drink any of these whiskeys that we're drinking? No, not at all. Probably not, so... this uh,
0: podcast, my flat would not be filled with a bunch of bottles of whiskey either, which is a nuisance, but also kind of nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, and if you look on our Instagram, I took recently took a picture of all the whiskeys right. that we've yeah, yeah, recorded. Yeah, 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 very cool. That doesn't even have everything. There's like five bottles missing, so... Oh, uh anyways
0: episode 40 thank you guys yeah and to you guys uh here's some shout outs to you guys listening yeah first one is from mia who is from germany she's now living in the states oh and she wants to start a podcast about her experiences living in the states and says that uh yeah she's enjoying our show so hopefully this has inspired her um a bit of what she can do
1: with her show beautiful yeah and uh not a shout out but a little bit of news or maybe if you don't know, sorry. I was going to say, of course you know. But if you don't live in Germany or don't live in Berlin, you don't know. You just don't care. Berlin has two main airports, Tegel and Schönefeld. And Schönefeld, which is an airport both you and me have flown out of for years. A million times. Now officially does not exist. Crazy. It is now just called Terminal 5 of the brand new airport, which is right next door. The Berlin-Brandenburg airport. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. So, it's so close that they just call this old... A crappy airport it's just now a terminal of the new fancy airport which opens well, opens this weekend
0: aren't a lot of airports right now like going through bankruptcy because of the virus
1: yeah actually it's a good thing to know because in europe there are 193 airports that are on the verge of bankruptcy oh my god! so this is the worst time to open a brand new airport so this airport never gets a break man like it's just oh. bad luck uh but uh, hopefully, people start traveling soon, and it because yeah. we, we can't have we can't have this airport go bust. We need this airport because <laughs> they're closing uh, Tegel in yeah, a, exactly. a week. other we airport. Ha- this is all we have. This, this is is new it. one.
0: Yeah, will open up again, probably. Oh, God. <laughs> Shout out to Wendy from Texas who made us a really nice review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we always love the reviews. That's why we always ask you for them. So uh, thank you, Wendy. She said she's uh, trying to move to Germany in, in the next couple of years. Instead, as she's listening to us, it's almost like hanging out with friends. Oh, that's oh. so nice. ready you hear that? Thanks, Wendy. Yeah, put my arm around you right here. Yeah. High
1: five. High five. High five. <laughs> and uh, shout outs to George on Instagram, and also shout out to Naomi also on Instagram, who said she recently binged all of our episodes. And, and as
0: we just said, we have like now we're on forty. That's a lot of episodes to binge. So i that's some commitment. So Naomi. High five to her. High five to you. Yeah. Thanks. That's so nice. nice. Yeah. And then also, a big announcement, um, which is mm. very pertinent to right now, yeah. is there are now new corona rules in effect starting in November. So, when this episode's released. I think it's November 4th, the rules come into play. Uh, um, that doesn't matter. It's doesn't doesn't happening
1: the next few days. Yeah. Uh,
0: and it, it's a partial lockdown. It's, they're calling it a lockdown light, um, diet lockdown. So, it's very similar to what we had before. Schools and kindergartens remain open, so I still have to go to work, but like bars and restaurants are closed. Private public parties, all canceled, movie theaters, all that stuff is gone. And I think now you can only meet with one or other people in a household.
1: Yeah, and that's why uh, we're able still to record, at least at this moment, because uh, they advise you meet up with as few people as possible outside of your own household. But exactly. le- legally, you are still able to get together with one, per- or with one other household yeah. The, the difference between now and the lockdown we have had a few months ago is that all sh- normal shops other than restaurants, bars, catcher will remain open. Right. Just um, they have to really limit the amount of people at a given time that can be inside. But um, at least it won't be like before where you walked around and it was a, uh, a ghost town, you know, and everything's kind of boarded up and and really there was just nowhere to go.
0: Yeah, e- exactly. Um, I mean, I, I hope it helps, you know. I I think Merkel's uh, plan was that we can open up again for Christmas, so people can see their families. I think that was the whole point of it. I still think it's probably not going to happen. I mean, I don't think so either.
1: Like, it'll be it's on the fence if whether or not we'll be able to go to my girlfriend's family for Christmas or not, because it still involves being on the train for four hours crossing several states, meeting up with several people. Exactly. It's not what I, she I wants to hear, but I, no. But it's, it's 50-50 right now, whether or not that's going to be a safe thing to do, but we'll see.
0: So yeah, hopefully everyone is uh, doing those rules. Also, by the time this is released, the United States probably knows who their next president is. True. So uh, yeah, at this moment, if you're
1: listening <sighs> to this on the Wednesday, November 4th, I believe, Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know if it's Donald Trump or Biden, we, right now we have no idea but uh, yeah the world will change either way. I would say go out and vote but it's too late now so hopefully I'm you all voted I think I think our listeners they're on top of things I think I, so too I think they, I think they wrote so. in those ballots or they went to their local voting centers and they they did, yeah. they
0: did their thing I mean a lot of listeners want to um, want to travel and want to move and under the current um, administration they made that almost impossible. So hopefully with the new administration that comes in, things will get better. Yeah.
1: Americans are too dirty right now for to be allowed into Europe and Germany. To the fancy Europe, which yeah. is also dirty right now, too. So I know. Yeah, we can't really talk. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. So we'll see what happens. So, yeah, oh, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to next week. So. I'm nervous. Yeah. But, uh, but anyways. anyways, so Alex, uh, how have you been this past
0: week? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm um, right. Um right. You and I went to the park on Saturday, which was just lovely. You and me, we held hands. We and, did hold hands. No, we, we kept our distance.
1: <laughs> we did some. We did some leaves. Leave angels in the ground. <laughs> no, we in a group. We in a, a group of friends. But yeah, we social distance. Just did elbow bumps and stayed. Yeah,
0: and uh, yeah, we we just walked around um, Tiergarten, the and, uh, Central Park of Berlin. In case yeah. you. Have not huge. listened to our podcast ever. <laughs> I know. You said that all the time. Uh, huge, beautiful park. And especially right now uh, in autumn, you know, all the leaves are orange and it's, yellow. It's and It's gorgeous. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's been a really nice autumn so far, actually. It's been sunny a bit. Um, I hope it stays this way because uh, if we can't do stuff, at least I can go on walks to nice places. It's going to get worse. Yeah. It's think, always going to get worse.
1: I think if you listen to the last episode, I had to quarantine for five days because... Right. Yeah. Long story. Listen to that episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm fine, everything is fine, but for five days we just stay inside. And I told my girlfriend, I said, you know, e- even say the weather was crap and we stayed inside voluntarily anyways, there's a huge psychological difference between staying inside when you literally have you, to and cannot leave. And then and, when you want to. And when you want to, just because yeah. it's crap weather and you're just being cozy on the couch. It's for sure uh, two different things, even though what's happening is the same. Yeah it's a uh, feeling is very different so uh, yeah i feel you
0: yeah we also have a dog for the week uh we're dog sitting this dog we dogs every once in a while so uh we've had a little nice little
1: a little white uh what would you call it a pomeranian kind of a maybe i don't know yeah, i guess a kind of a pomeranian but, he, but he's
0: a cozy cuddly lazy dog and i love him so it's been nice um my new england patriots suck so that sucks <laughs> um yeah how are you doing it's one of these times when i was thinking what did i get up to this get up to this what weekend did you do
1: Ever had that? And then I just, I really couldn't remember. I remember meeting up with you. Oh, yeah. Actually, I went a little bike trip with yeah, my girlfriend. Okay. So uh, now I, now I remember. We did, we did spend some time outside. Okay. Yeah, Sunday was beautiful. Guys, for me, I work from home. So weekends and weekdays, <laughs> they really blur together because I'm working and relaxing in the same space, which is, again, not great. But so that's, that's why sometimes it's hard for me to remember what happened when.
0: But you know what? Uh, you know what's
1: happening right now? I can see the bottle but Alex will tell you what
0: it is. I will. I'm excited. Uh so we have a Lagav- Lagavulin. Lagavulin. Lagavul. Lagavulin. Yeah. We have a Lagavulin um Islay Is it Islay. Do you say? It? Or is Isle of uh ISLAY?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a it's the word for Islay. I I was ISLE. It is but this is like the Scottish weird way of doing it. Well, it's uh, it's it's oh yeah. Okay.
0: Oh. Anyways, it's a Isle single malt scotch whiskey aged 16 years. Ooh. And I could be mistaken, but I think this is the oldest, the most aged whiskey that we've had. Yeah, I think the highest
1: we've had is a 12 year. And you know, one thing we've never actually mentioned in all of these episodes is kind of what these terms mean. So, like, when you have a bottle and it says a single malt whiskey right single refers to the um the amount of distilleries that are providing the whiskey so that means one. one comes from one distillery it's not blended from many distilleries right and malt mean malted barley rather than unmalted barley because uh, scotch is malted and most irish is unmalted that's the biggest difference between scotch and irish whiskey huh. so anyways that's what just so for our vi- our i keep saying viewers but our listeners that's what single malt whiskey means
0: also you're wrong because it says i I-I-S-L-E of I-S-L-A-Y. So it's the island oh, oh, of Islay.
1: Oh, that's the name of the so island. Islay is the island. So Isle of Islay. Okay.
0: Yeah. Lagavulin distillery established 1816. The color of it is probably the darkest whiskey I've seen. It's a very classy... Oh, it's beautiful.
1: ...bottle. It looks like a bottle of an of an
0: 1800s whiskey. Yeah.
1: It looks like something you could just pick up off the shelf in 1853.
0: Yeah, it's, it, 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 it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and the, cool.
1: the thing that brought Lagavulin, at least to my attention, was the show Parks and Rec. Uh, because, you know, Ron Swanson, if you've seen Parks and Rec, that is like his go-to drink. He's always drinking the Lagavulin. And back then, I had never heard of it. Now we have. And Volley. finally, which is actually what I think Ron says. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, right on. I feel like I should comb my mustache down a bit, you know? Yeah. Look, look like Ron. All right, let's, pap, let's uh, pop this battle Larry open. Whoa. Heyo. That was a...
1: Whoa Exciting
0: This really hope I hope it doesn't disappoint But I don't think it can I don't think you can disappoint With a 16 year Right It has to be good
1: I mean you could have 16 years of crap (laughs) That's true Cheers I'm going to do a um, I'm going to do a sniff
0: first It's going to be a smoky one It's going to be smoky It smells amazing though Mm. It's got a good smell Let's let's go Exceptionally smooth Mm.
1: Wow Wow and for the fiftieth time, I'm not a smoky guy, but
0: this is really good. Yeah, ooh,
1: wow, that, that is um, that is scotch.
0: Before we start the with usual. Uh, MythBusters Part Three, yes, the usual. Uh, please remember to give us a uh, review on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. five star review, preferably. But you know, you're your real person. Hey, Set for yourself. If, if, if
1: you hate it. D- give it a one i don't know or yeah i mean please don't but uh, yeah, if, yeah if you know, if, <laughs> you, you you know, know you
0: mean. if you do you do you you know exactly <laughs> subscribe to us on um everything i you know whatever you want i guess
1: yeah <laughs> hit up our website AGD, agdwpodcast.com exactly we we follow have us on facebook all and, of our oh yeah sorry we have all our risky whiskey reviews we have an extras page a news page you can contact us
0: we just sent out our second newsletter Yeah. So we're getting better at that. We're we're
1: doing things. Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: and and then our Instagram at Americans.in.germany.podcast. Jeff. And don't forget
1: what's new. We also have a YouTube channel. Oh yeah. uh, Which I can't give you the name of because it's a bunch of gibberish uh, URL of like a bunch of random numbers and letters. So all I'll say is go to uh, YouTube, just search AGDW podcast or Americans in Germany drinking whiskey, you will come up right at the top um yeah. and go ahead and hit subscribe we are doing our best to throw up videos when we have the energy to to do so
0: When yeah i mean yeah it's not it's not the main focus but, but it's there yeah it's we're there.
1: we're not youtubers we're a, no. we're a podcast so but you know check it out
0: yeah okay so uh mythbusters part 3 i'm ready baby yeah yes. uh so pretty much we just find all the stereotypes and myths about germans about germany and we're going to talk about them based on what we've seen yeah. and um confirm or deny
1: yeah so uh myth number one I- i'll start actually let's see what happens now the f- the first myth germans love david hasselhoff it's a classic one you've that, seen it everywhere yeah you see seen so we many like it. so many comedy shows they they mention that germans love david hasselhoff David Hasselhoff uh, is, like, mobbed by fans when he comes to Germany, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Now, this is actually uh, false for, I'm going to say, at least for the modern generation. Uh, okay. can't really speak for older people because don't really hang out with many, but um, see, now, here's some background here. Now, David Hasselhoff, of course, was a huge TV star in the 80s, 90s, you know, with Baywatch, Knight Rider, oh, et yeah. cetera, you know. And his U.S. sales at some, port in the, some point in the, the mid '80s were uh, on a downward spiral. Let's say, to be Ooh, to be kind, TV. <laughs> and you know, so he's like, okay, let's try Europe. So he started booking concerts in Austria, Germany, Switzerland, which in the entertainment industry is known as the GAS—Germany, Austria, Switzerland.
0: Hit the gas, baby! Yeah.
1: And um, he actually did well in, in, in on the charts in those countries in Europe in the German-speaking uh, areas. <laughs> so weird. And uh, for whatever reason, you know, he did well. No <laughs> what? Yeah. And But when the Berlin Wall came down and, you know, everybody's, you know, chipping at the wall and sitting on the wall, like, you know, the world is changing, he came and he sang uh, a song, I think, it was Looking for Freedom. I'm
0: looking for freedom. freedom. Exactly.
1: Like, I think he was on a big cherry picker, if I remember the video, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. And he
0: wore that, uh, that that leather jacket that was all sparkling yes, with ble- lights on it. Yeah, exactly. And he And he actually claims that he brought down, he broke down the Berlin Wall. He kind of thinks this. He was there after the wall came down. But he thinks it was it, him.
1: Yeah, if that's him, okay, just like Al Gore invented the internet. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, so he sung this song to the crowd and it was a big event. You know, and let's be honest anybody could have sang because the crowd was freaking happy because they had freedom back (laughs) so it didn't really matter who was singing but anyway so of course they loved it and they remembered it Um, now as we mentioned here he did not bring the wall down and he had nothing to do with it Um, so he he was kind of like vaguely big for a few years or, because people remembered him doing
0: that sure. you know I mean it's it's memorable it's a memorable yeah, it was uh, event. performance it's definitely an event exactly but, one, one of the biggest events in the world at the time yeah but, I mean not him singing the wall coming down I mean exactly yeah.
1: so he was remembered vaguely and since then there's this no, uh, there's this notion that he is big in Germany but if you talk to any Germans I and I've asked this question many times to many Germans
0: oh you're, you're one of those Americans
1: I, I, no it's just like it, it, just out of curiosity and i've always gotten a no like how do you you ask ask
0: them hey the Hoff.
1: no it's it's not just random it's like when if it pops in my head or something you know i'll ask your girlfriend or i'll ask uh, our friend misha whatever and i've never met one german who actually like yeah i love david no they're all like and they're not against him they're just like indifferent they really don't care so germans do not love david hasselhoff that is a it's a not correct sorry you were repaired it's a false. It's a falsity. It's a f- it's false. A falsehood. 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 There yeah. it is. It's a falsehood. Falsehood.
0: Um, next. Next one. Germans are super conscious and always prepared. You know, uh, before you even start talking, I'll just say that's in- true. Yeah. 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 And, there, and there's definitely a few uh, stereotypes within that. One that Germans make fun of themselves for, but also don't like, which <laughs> is the... Any German listening is probably going no to say, yep. you're at the beach, you know, and you have a beach chair, a lounger, if you will. And you're like, I'm going to chill in that lounger, but you can't because because there's a towel on it. Because the Germans, they come in, they put the towels on, say, that's my chair, and then they go swimming and never come back or come back like an hour later. They just claim these beach chairs now, because they're always prepared.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they, they, they really think ahead. And again, not only do they put the towel and go swimming, also they... Literally, will come like eight a.m. in the morning. Put the towel down. Yeah, exactly. Go back to their hotel, do whatever, have breakfast, and expect that towel to reserve that seat for them for the
0: next hours. Yeah. Um, which, sorry, that's not how life works. <laughs> but honestly, I've I personally never seen this. And when I go traveling, you see Germans everywhere. So I've actually never seen Germans do this. But at the same time, I've also don't. Oh, you stay. never saw? I've seen it. I also never go to resorts or anything like oh, that yeah, either. Yeah. So. Um, but another oh, yeah. thing. As you mentioned,
1: they're super cautious and always prepared. In the cautious, one huge example uh, of of a myth that you'll hear all the time is that uh, Germans refuse to cross the road when it's red. Even if there's no cars coming, they will not jaywalk. And I have to say, for I have to give it a true, you know, it's not everybody. But yeah, my girlfriend uh, basically refuses to cross the road if it is red, even though if it's 3 a.m. and you can look both ways and for... Two kilometers, see no cars coming. She hates when I do it, and um a lot of, uh especially if you do it in front of a child, Germans will really get angry. Oh, never with in your... front of a
0: child. Yeah, um, I think we talked about this before, actually.
1: Yeah, we did. We've I think we mentioned it, but it, it's good to say here because that that myth is confirmed.
0: Ger- it is true. If, Germans if you're in are Germany, very cautious. Yeah, wait until they're red, and if someone, I mean, in Berlin you'll see it more often. People will cross on the red. Yeah, but anywhere else I've been, you don't see it very often. And usually if there's like a group of people, I never want to be the first, I, I don't want to be the first one to cross in the red. Oh, I don't. So mind I'll it. wait for someone else to go. And I was
1: like, all right, well, Fie did it, Now I did it, I'm gonna do it. it. I'll do it. And then I'll look back and you'll see about two or three Germans who like you broke the seal for them. And then they go. Yeah, exactly. I mean? um, but oh, okay. thing is, if I'm late, I don't care about social norms. I'm crossing that street. Like Oof. all I say is like, you're an adult. You have five senses. <laughs> of hear, smell, sight. You can look and hear that nothing's coming and just make that uh, choice for yourself. But you're in Germany. You shouldn't be late in the first place, Jeff. Oh God. That's another yeah. thing, uh, which I think we might actually get to, or no, actually no, that might've been uh Mythbusters part one or two that we already, we already <laughs> covered that.
0: But so confirmed. True. Absolutely. Germans are our cause. They do plan ahead. Absolutely confirmed. Number three. Germans are garbage people. I wouldn't keep doing the numbers because we're going to forget the numbers. So. True. Germans. What's <laughs> to <just> say next? <laughs> are garbage people. <laughs> <laughs> Germans are garbage. That, that, that's my uh, my my clickbait uh, headline right there. <laughs> End of podcast. End of, Germans are garbage people. Yep, right? Wrap it
1: up. The myth is that Germans. Uh, it's more like Germans are very uh, much uh, inv- uh, environmentally friendly and love recycling and that kind of stuff. Yes. And that's. It's absolutely true. That is confirmed. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah it's something most Most um, houses and apartments I've been to actually have like three to four different, um, if not more, trash cans. If if not more, for what? Uh, paper, biodegradable, plastics, plastics, normal trash, and, and like general. And, and trash. then you have like
1: like in my building. We have three different for three different types of bottles. You have uh, colored bottles, clear bottles. white, you know? Yeah, uh,
0: green, brown, and clear problem is where i live we don't have a place to put our bottles mm. so i have to walk down the street and go to a public one yeah which, so i'm carrying you know a bunch of bottles yeah yeah. so that's a pain but yeah um they're definitely into the recycling they love their trash even on the um, subway stations you have um one big trash can with different holes in it for regular trash for plastic for paper right and that, and that might exist in
1: other countries as well yeah but germans take it very seriously like if, if you I think so yeah uh, you know, you've been at people's apartments, and you go to and you maybe throw something that can be recycled into a trash can, and then the person be like, "Whoa, what are you doing?" You know, like uh, Germans uh, very take their uh, recycling very seriously. And a, a good stat is that um, I forget the exact number, but something around uh, 60 65 percent of all garbage in Germany is recycled, wow, whereas in the U in the U.S. Good. only about thirty percent of all garbage is recycled. So they recycle twice as much as the U.S. So they definitely are keen on their recycling.
0: Right. that's good. Thumbs up to Germany there. That's um, I'm into recycling. Yeah, yeah. And a- a- as we're recycling, another episode idea here. <laughs> this isn't recycling because
1: this is all new content. It's all, it's all new content. Oh, yeah. Um. Now next would be um mi- the myth that all Germans because there's such a, a forward thinking uh, world power all Germans can speak English.
0: Um. That's, yeah. That's false. It's um, false. Yeah. I mean, it's straight up false. Yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of Germans do, and in big cities. Um. Yeah. Of course, you're gonna find English, but um. But I, 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 I think a lot of people will think that you can just come to Germany and pretend you're in the States and speak English everywhere. You know. And,
1: and it's not true. Um, no. And again, like, it really depends on your age group. Now, anybody under the age of
0: thirty-five. Um, will
1: have decent, okay, English, but they they
0: start English from, I think, third grade and just continue out the rest of their school careers. So at least most people will have a, yeah, of course, a general knowledge of English, but if you're not living in a big city or, or even in in an international crowd of people, you don't practice it. You're not going to speak it.
1: Yeah. I mean things. Yeah. Like you said, a lot of people, they come, they visit, they walk up to a random German. Oh, Hey man, do you know where the blank 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 is? And even if this person is say twenty five, the last time he probably went over his English was back in high school years ago. Exactly. If he yeah. doesn't have English speaking friends, uh, again, it's like, hey, you and me took Spanish. How much Spanish? Or sorry, I took Spanish. You took uh which language? French or
0: I took some extra English classes. Okay, and then went on to Italian.
1: <laughs> Anyways, so so and and you don't remember? Hey, you can't speak Italian. I can't speak Spanish. So, no, I can't. So just because they take, they're forced to take it in school. There's, it's still going to be limited and they haven't practiced it in a long time.
0: Right. So you have to speak slowly, use small, simple words. But I I, I will say though, Germany, I think generally is really good in English. But I think the general thing is all Germans can speak English is is not true.
1: And I wouldn't even say it's 90%. It's, you know, it's uh, lower than that. Like, uh, and it, especially if you go to a smaller village, yeah, you're going to find almost nobody who speaks English and exactly. maybe a few broken words. So um just, yeah, don't you think you could just like, Transplant you somewhere. Tra-
0: Transplant yourself somewhere. Somewhere, yeah,
1: in Germany, and you can just speak uh, to anybody about anything. It's, no. it's not necessarily true.
0: If you're in Berlin, you'll be fine. If you're in Hamburg, you'll be okay.
1: Munich, um, you'll be fine-ish, mm. um, but they respect it a lot less than like in berlin they're okay with it in munich they're much more anti-english even though they they're can't much speak more f-
0: english they're much more like french about it yeah, exactly okay yeah. uh
1: they they uh they'll deal with it but they much rather you prefer german to them
0: right so I, I i don't say i don't think it should be completely false but at the same time well let's go to the myth the myth is all germans can speak english that's a that's false, false. exactly yeah. and, and and yeah exactly um next myth is that germans love bread that is just—it's such a weird thing to say, but um, this it's is absolutely
1: one. true. Yeah, I have yet to meet a German who wasn't obsessed with really
0: weird types of but, bread. But like, that's the thing, though—it's not that they like bread. That yeah. word obsession is yeah, is, is is exactly what it is. They are obsessed with their bread, and it's not the bread you're thinking of if you're American either, because um,
1: the the bread we eat in the states, a German will actually say that that is not bread.
0: No, they literally say it's not bread. Yeah, they say it's toast.
1: Yeah, and I and I I told my girlfriend, bread becomes toast when you toast after it after you toast it. But no, uh, the the usual sandwich bread that's sliced in a bag that we get in the U.S. is like Wonder is, Bread type is stuff is so bad that in, any German will look at it and be like, that is not. It's not bread. bread. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. And uh, but so so to explain to you, if you've never experienced the uh, the German bread life, imagine cement. German bread and put some seeds in there and that's German bread. <laughs> yeah. See yeah, Germans,
1: they have a huge variety of bread, hundreds of thousands of varieties of bread, but yeah, too, it's, too it's, many. it's a very thick dense with oats and stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's, it, it's, it's very like, seed-y. it's a full meal on its own.
0: It's just so dense, you know, it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah. It's, it's crazy dense. Yeah. Um, it, it can be good, I guess. Um, If you're into it But it's really not my thing
1: Yeah and a German like they just Even if their kitchen goes bare The one thing that they The one thing that they will have Is a huge assortment of bread That's
0: that's a thing they always need to get They just need bread But it's also a cultural difference there too Because the traditional German way you eat Is for lunch You have a heavy um, Hot meal Mm. And then for dinner you have something called Abendbrot Which is evening bread and so some Germans, a lot of times for dinner, would just have a piece of bread with like cheese and butter on there. like that's dinner,
1: yeah, but so we're so used to a big, full, hot meal for lunch and dinner, right. yeah. and and actually, I didn't realize this till about a year ago. When my girlfriend said, you know, we we, we have to stop having such or hot, okay we have to have, stop having hot meals for dinner and it was the weirdest sentence i had heard yeah, because yeah I was like, for sure what do you mean of course you're gonna have a hot meal and she's like it's like, dinner she's like no in germany you just kind of have a couple slices of bread with some hummus on it or whatever right and uh, or some tomatoes and it's like more of a little light cold I mean, snack it's, you know? it's called like in, in
0: the states you know i'd have you know a sandwich for lunch you know right which is similar to that i guess but they do that for dinner um so i guess and i always wondered how are you not crazy hungry after that? It's because they have this hardcore, dense-ass bread.
1: True. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because with our kind of bread, you need like four or five slices. For them, it's
0: one or two. And Right. That's. I mean, l- yeah, anyone listening here who hasn't seen it, look up German bread. It's really... It's it's weird. It's a weird thing to see. It looks like just a bunch of seeds pressed together <laughs> into a loaf, which I'm pretty sure it's what it is. I don't think it's baked.
1: Every German right now hates us. They're you know? just so mad. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. It's just something I'm doesn't matter how long I live in Germany. I'm never going to be convinced that this is good. Like, uh, (laughs) I'm never going to be convinced this is good. So the other day, my girlfriend, she said, Hey, I'm out of bread. Can you get me some bread? So I went to the grocery store and I really just went down the aisle and I looked for the bread that I thought was the least appetizing that I would never buy. (laughs) And I picked that. And? And I brought it home and I told her that. She got really upset. But then I showed her the bread and she looked and she's like, damn it yeah that's, that's my that's my favorite
0: <laughs> yeah but, i, I oh, totally but that was that was the criteria that i i used for sure i have to eat a lot of kindergarten because we have it for snack and stuff i'm trying to warm up to it but I, I still just i can't get past it just it tastes like eating sand thing is i i can eat it it's not like horrifying
1: it's just <laughs> as i'm eating it there's just no enjoyment, and I, I <laughs> and I feel like I have to sip a lot of water just because, like you know, it's you, so dry. Yeah, you go to yeah you go to swallow, and it's just like a clump of play doh you know what I mean, like stuck there, and I you know and I hate I hate soggy bread, but you have to drink it with. It's we're, just we're awful. We're
0: losing so many German listeners it's right now. It's just awful. I'm uh, sorry, Germans. Well, let's let's move on. Okay, so um, next one. These are not my words. This is something that I read before. All right, that Germans. <laughs> I'm not trying to offend yeah, anybody. Germans love to love to get involved with other people's business and police other people.
1: Yeah, they're nosy. That's confirmed. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> it's funny because because um, one of the other myths we covered on a different episode was that yeah. you know you know Germans are unfriendly and 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 that's just kind of like. A cultural difference it's not that they're unfriendly it's just they like to keep to them to themselves
0: themselves yeah in public and it's kind of the opposite of keeping
1: to which, yourself which is funny because they keep to themselves but when they see something that but they see you breaking a rule or they you doing something that they think is against society they have no problem like undoing their keep to the, keeping to themselves rule and walking over to you and telling you that you're doing something wrong and what you're doing wrong and how to do it right yeah i've had lots of experiences with this it's it's kind of like this
0: is a german joke and it says um why is crime so low in germany because it's forbidden yeah because it's forbidden yeah.
1: <laughs> because yeah they love they love the rules but it's funny because there's a lot of cultures that follow rules but germans really it's it's not just about that them trying to keep themselves on the right path and following the rules they want to make sure everyone else follows the rules as well. Which
0: I guess during uh, Corona times is good. Oh. Mm. Yeah.
1: Uh, g- give us an example of
0: something you've seen.
1: Oh, um, uh, I can give you a few that's happened to me. Um, so if, if you go to any subway sta- station, right, if you go to the edge of the platform, there's kind of like a colored... Strip, which is kind of them saying like, hey, don't stand here. This is the edge of the platform. Right. You know, for safety. But it's like, you know, it's a meter wide. Like you can still safely stand there. Anyways, I've had times where, you know, I'm walking down the platform. Maybe there's somebody standing in my way. Instead of walking around him, I walked in front of him onto the death strip, whatever. Mm. Old woman saw me, yelled at me and started pointing. You can't stand there. You know, another time I had, uh, Ooh, I saw, I was actually, I've seen this several times on trains late at night, uh, you know, like regional trains, you know, you're going from city to city, yeah, yeah. uh, place is pretty much empty. You know, people are trying to sleep. So puts his uh, feet up onto the, uh, adjacent seat. Oh yeah. Okay. And, and, and yeah. Germans who are not on that adjacent seat that are across the way, this, is, no this bueno. isn't, this isn't affecting them at all. Not good stuff. They yell. I've seen them yell at the person several times. Um, Oh, this is actually my favorite one. Um, once I was down uh, near the zoo and I was just parking my bike because I was going to, into a store, you know, locking it to a pole. A homeless man, German homeless man, walked over to me and says, Nah, from Bolton. And I was like, what? And he's like, you can't lock your bike there. And I looked and indeed there on this pole there was a little sign that so you could not like, yeah, lock dude. your bike. you can't do it there. But what are you I, doing? I, but I looked at him and I said... Yeah. Good. Okay. And I just continued locking my bike because I didn't give a shit because I'm going going in for five minutes and it was the only pole available. But the German's like, huh? No. Didn't Didn't you hear me? That's for <laughs> You can't lock your bike. And I was like, yeah. Don't care. Thanks. A homeless man told me what was what. Uh, even though this again, that's the key is a lot of these things aren't affecting the person at all, but they right. they still feel like they have to tell you and, that and, you're doing and, something I think wrong. That's
0: that's a stereotype. That's yeah. a stereotype. There yeah. is it's not bothering them in any way. But because someone's doing it, they have to find some way to to, to, to get bothered about it. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: Well, bother. Actually, it is. It's bothering them that you're breaking the rules and you are not being notified. <laughs> so, uh, but but the actual rule breaking is not affecting their life in any way. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: That, that's uh, yeah. yeah. Well said, Jeff. Okay. Um, okay. So I guess that is confirmed. That is confirmed. Uh, um, the next one is the German stare, and I think any anybody who's moved. Or visited Germany knows what this is
1: and again unfortunately sorry Germans it's confirmed yeah the the myth is that Germans love to stare at people basically in public and yeah it happens all the time at first it kind of freaked me out because I didn't really know that it was a common thing you know you'd be on the on the subway or sitting in a waiting room or whatever and you just like feel a gaze on you then you look over it that, that's the difference you <coughs> can feel the gaze in the US if somebody's staring at you and you turn and you stare back at them they pull the old like
0: Whoop, oh whoopsie yeah start looking Oops. around the room
1: pretending this is the thing that freaks you out is that a, a German staring at you, you'll look right back at him he d- he just keeps going he does not redirect his gaze anywhere and and you'll you'll go for three or four seconds, and be like oh he's
0: going to give up, but yeah. then he
1: doesn't, and then eventually you break away because it's just so
0: creepy. And I, I've also found it to um, not not even just strangers, like you said, I found it with just you know when I, when I first moved here, I made mean, my first few friends, German friends, that would be talking, you know, and mm. you know we're talking right now. I'm looking at sure. you, but I'm looking away a bit here and there, and they're really looking at you in the eye. And he finishes yeah his a sentence. lot a lot of eye
1: contact. Yeah, I remember, I
0: remember this specifically. He finishes sentence. And just stared at me. And I thought he wanted to keep talking. You know what I mean? Right. And then oh, it's, it's, he's like, oh, okay. oh, it's, it's 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 my a- it's my turn now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah, it's it's definitely a thing. And it's not a bad or a good thing. It's just there's a thing, just definitely a cultural difference. thing. Like, yeah, uh, I I'm also now looking people in the eye a lot more often when I'm speaking. So I think it's actually...
1: No, it's not a bad thing. But the thing is, we're talking about two completely different things. Right. We're talking about engaging with somebody that you're having a personal conversation with and also staring at staring some, at a public. random person that does not want to be stared at. Yeah. Uh, one is polite and one is weird. weird. And um, I've never really dived deep... To figure out what the public staring thing is all about. I don't um, know. But it's been, but I've talked to a lot of people and they say they've experienced the same thing. So oh, it's sure. definitely it, confirmed. It is, it's it's not definitely a, not a, um, it's not a myth. It's isolated. A, yeah. Incident. <laughs> That's a real thing. Um, and then. Yes. Next. Uh, the myth that Germans refuse to say happy birthday
0: before the day of the birthday yeah 100 true confirmed um they take that they take that very seriously i mean yelled out once for it when i first moved here and i've never done it again by who i can't remember who it was but i remember it, it was like we were celebrating into the birthday yeah so i thought yeah cool like it's oh, saturday oh, so, so we're talking
1: about the day before the birthday the day of, it's the, the night
0: the day yeah i go to the party and yeah. say i think it was a saturday or a friday and her birthday was the next day so we're celebrating into the birthday. I get there, I was like, "Oh, happy birthday!" And like, what you? What did you just say? <laughs> yeah, it's like the like the you know, the, the, the record stop. Yeah. The whole party looks at me, you know, and time is standing still
1: because it, it's supposed to just uh, ruin your luck and your life. And so um, I guess, yeah. And the thing is, like, I'm used to say you're at work. A colleague mentions somehow, like, "Oh, it's my birthday this Saturday," and so I'm just used to like, "Oh, happy birthday." You know, and, and I've had so many times yeah, where of I had so many times where I do that and they go, whoa, 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 no, 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 you can't say that. Take it back. You can't say that. Like they really, they really will say that. And i be like, oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah.
0: You can't do it here. It's, um, it, yeah. Verboten. Yeah. It has to be the day of, or it can be post. And again, I'm not really, um, I'm not sure why. Yeah. I don't, I don't know the
1: superstition behind it, but they, they, that is not a myth. They take that very seriously. Very seriously. They so do refuse to say it
0: before the day. Definitely confirmed. Hmm. The next one, which is also kind of like a weird superstition type thing.
1: Actually related to the staring we just talked about a minute ago. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh Germans make you look them in the eye when cheersing.
1: That is a that is a fact. That, that is a uh, confirmed, not not a myth. <laughs> if
0: you listeners have not caught on yet, pretty much everything it's, has been confirmed. There's a lot of confirmed except for David
1: <laughs> Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff. <laughs> Haslow.
0: Um <laughs> But they take it very seriously. I, they I mean, do. Um especially when you're on like a table and going around you know um i I very rarely it's hard to go in the middle and if you do everyone's like cheers 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 cheers!" looking around to everybody to make sure that the eye contact's there and you also can't cross over
1: i haven't quite heard much hubbub about that but more about the yeah, because I'm used to in the U.S. Especially if you have, you have a big group, it just makes sense to go cheers. And cheers on the middle done. But now you have ten people in Germany. It's like a five minute cheering process because you have to go cheers, look in the eye, cheers, look yeah. in the eye, cheers, yeah, look yeah, in the yeah. eye. And you and it really it can't be like a quick glance. You really got to like lock eyes with them for at least a second and then it's like okay now we're good and with that i think it's seven years bad sex if you seven years bad sex something like that but they take it very seriously they they you have to look them in the eye you have to And, and they have a
0: lot of weird things that are like bad luck for whatever but then they have a lot of bad things that are good luck like if a bird poops on you great luck Mm. And I think um, something we're we'll going to talk about later is... Uh, step dog duty. Breaking like good a luck. plate is actually uh,
1: good luck as well. True. It's breaking kind of plates. kind of like, uh, I think the Greek, they, the, they also, uh, in Greece, they do that in weddings as
0: well. And it's mm, a, okay. also a
1: German thing. Uh, it's good luck to break a plate. Some, On a some, wedding night or something like that. Yeah, something porcelain. Yeah.
0: Porcelain. Yeah. The next one is uh, German is not a romance language or an ugly language or like an aggressive language. And I can see where this myth comes from. Yeah. Cause especially
1: in God in U.S. film, TV, or anything, anytime somebody's impersonating a German, they they're always doing like the hit, the Hitler scream, and they always go and also
0: uh, like Germans always the bad guys, you know Hans Gruber, German.
1: Yeah, yeah. and you know for example, uh, it's just like uh, share those more. If you scream in any
0: language, it's gonna sound shitty. So uh, yeah, exactly, and uh, that's the thing, everyone's always screaming when imitating German, but in, in actuality, I mean, I get it. I get it. It's not French. It's not Italian. It's not Spanish. Well, because German has a lot of these like, like guttural sounds. You know, like I've never heard that before. Like,
1: you know, like like a tough in the back of your throat. Like yeah, it's not, a yeah. bit
0: for sure. Yeah. but I I actually think it's a really cool sounding
1: language. No, no, me too. I'm just saying. I think that's where because you don't have those kinds of back of your throat sounds in
0: English. So I think that's why oh, no, a lot of saying. English speakers think it's bad. Um, I get what you're saying. I'm I'm just saying uh, after speaking and being here. I find German actually a really cool sounding yeah, language. Sure. And it can be sexy too. German can be sexy. Thing is, if you
1: if you say something sexy in in a sexy way in any language, it sounds sexy. Like so
0: you are like hey yeah, like, Ich, ich habe <laughs> See? Like
1: it's kinda like you said like with a dog. They don't know what you're saying. It's how you say
0: it. Deine <laughs> yeah. See? There
1: you go. <laughs> like uh yeah, so and again, living in Germany. Very few people are yelling, so uh, it actually sounds a lot nicer.
0: And, and that's the thing, too. Everyone always, um, like you said, is yelling when imitating German. But Germans are very quiet. It's the Americans that are yelling.
1: Yeah. I've had so many... so many. Actually, I didn't realize how loud I was till I moved to Germany. Oh, my God. And I had colleagues just go, like, in the middle of a sentence, whoa, whoa. Quiet. Bring, Can you bring it down? And Yeah, the, the Ross, they're Ross. Like, Rossing bring you. Bring it down. Like, bring it down. And I'm like, what? You're really loud. You know, that's because Germans are pretty direct. So it's like... And then I realized I am really loud. And then I noticed that a lot of Americans are really loud. So yeah. uh, I think we're just, I don't know why we're always yelling, but we just are.
0: I, 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 don't, I don't know. It, and, <laughs> and it's funny when you go to like a bar, you can tell immediately who the American table is because it's just like so thunderously loud.
1: Yeah. because I, I mean, of course, at German bars, there's plenty of sound, right? Because it's a bar still. Right. But it's
0: definitely probably like 20 decibels
1: less than an American bar. For exactly. sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, So I'm going to do a, uh, hey, another false in this one, that German is a bad or not romantic or ugly language. I agree. It's a false. It's a false. German is awesome and embrace it and learn it.
1: Yeah. And uh, here's one actually related to World War II because, you know, there are certain um, uh, stereotypes still from the war. You know what I mean? So like, you know, like the British have, um, you know. Not the warmest of feelings towards towards Germans because of the war, or whatever. But there's there's also this myth that Russians in general hate Germans uh, because of the because of the war. Of course, you know there's you know we don't have to go into it, but we all know what happened. We know what happened. Um, we saw it. But uh, from from the Russians I've talked to and what what I've seen online, uh, most Germans, in fact, have a positive stereotype of Germans because wait, most Russians have have a
0: positive stereotype of Germans. Of Germans oh, okay. Yeah.
1: So the myth is that they st- all still hate germans because of the war but in fact uh in modern times there's actually a positive stereotype of germans because russians love um being serious and punctual and uh you know doing business well and taking it seriously which are all things that germans love as germans well. love those things yeah so russians actually res- respect germans because uh okay. they take things seriously because russians do as well interesting and also um russians are the same as germans where in public they don't smile like you know americans are the yep. weirdos who have heard that you yeah. smile at stranger stuff and um but russians see it as a sign of weakness and it's something that germans don't do so they respect germans because uh, they don't see them as weak interesting um, i did not know that yeah so um so the myth is that that russians still hate germans and that is a, a
0: falsehood that's false number three
1: now of course if you go to the older generation who actually fought in the war etc they probably have some not good things to say about Germans, so it doesn't apply sure. to all Russians. Um,
0: we'll give one or two more before we uh, wrap it up. Yeah, we still got time. And I'm gonna do one that I think is a good one to talk about because if you're visiting, it's good to know. And that is that Germans do not like having shoes in the house.
1: It's not a myth. That's just a, a thing. That's a fact. Yes, Germans do do not like having shoes in the house. Yes. All right. So uh, no, but no, it's it's true. I mean, and I think. In Europe, that is a very standard thing. It's yeah. kind of more in the states where I think maybe sometimes you go to a house and it's all carpet, they'll tell you to take your shoes off. But in yeah, my, Gen-
0: my mom didn't allow shoes, so she'd do well in Germany. Yeah, but like I remember going to friends' houses anyway; you just keep your shoes on. So what you do. It's a normal and thing. Yeah, I've had Europeans ask me like, "How come in all your TV shows everyone's wearing shoes?" And now it drives me crazy. Like again, another Friends reference. When you watch Friends, they're sitting with their with their sneakers on the. On the um, on the couch, on the sofa.
1: Yeah. What are you doing? That's disgusting. Yeah, but to be fair, it's growing up. It wasn't weird to me just because it was normal to wear your shoes it's inside. Normal. Exactly. It wasn't until after moving to Europe. And yeah, and you have people being like, "Why are you? No, please take your shoes off, etc." And then I realized, yeah. yeah, actually, that is gross. Like, think of everything that you've stepped on during the day, and now bring that all over your floor, which you're going to walk barefoot on later. Exactly. On.
0: And, and Germans have these um slippers, which they call "Hausschuhe," so house shoes. Yeah. And every, I think I can say there's a confidence, 100% of German households have house shoes inside,
1: and they usually have pairs for their guests. For the guests. Guess Which no, actually, shoes. I heard you don't, so you're you're bad.
0: I don't, I don't yet, but that's my next thing to get. And you do
1: though; it's great. I do, yeah, because you know if you go to IKEA, literally it's like one euro. For, they're kind of like you know when you go to a hotel and they give you like a free the pair, bath pair shoes. of slippers. It, yeah. it's that kind of quality, but it's just so when a when a guest is over and you've used them before, I have use them all the time because you have your shoes off. Uh, you Somebody? throw on some.
0: Uh, no, I don't have on one. Oh, no, I'm on right no. now. But, but yeah, um so if you're in Germany, always no. don't even ask. So taking my shoes off, never ask, just do it. Because uh, Germans might be polite and be like, no, it's okay. But most of them will be like, yes, why are you asking me this? Yeah, yeah. Stupid question, Jeff.
1: (laughs) And this last myth, uh, you know, kind of a risque myth to bring up. But I think it's worth bringing up because, because it's mentioned... In I've I've seen it in so many American TV shows and movies and stuff. Like they they there's this myth that Germans love crazy sex stuff. And in particular, there's this myth of Germans like to involve uh, fecal matter in their what there's you know you've heard this before. Oh yeah. okay.
0: There's
1: there's just it's it's out there. It's it's these it's these people talk about it. it's weird. But but I, I'm just gonna out of my own personal experience from. Anytime any of this crazy sex stuff is mentioned to a germ, and actually, I've I've been watching with my girlfriend a TV show where there's like a weird reference to, uh, like uh, to, to Germans being crazy, being into this crazy stuff, and my my girlfriend's always like, Ugh, no, we're not, like nobody's. I've never
0: met anybody's into any of that stuff. So uh, I think that, yeah, because no one's talking about it, maybe I don't know. But so I, okay, you're saying you've never seen, it or heard of it, and I'm gonna say the same thing. I've never heard anybody into this or have seen it but um so we can't confirm that it's false but but i haven't
1: found a lot of evidence that supports that it's actually a thing
0: i mean if just i would just uh encourage our listeners to just do some research on oh please
1: um, god don't no 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 no, no. do not on, do not google what we just said no don't go that you'll get a lot of results you don't want to see
0: do some research <laughs> on what's going on um in some of the berlin clubs like Berghain things like this they do a lot of uh, pretty crazy weird sex stuff in the clubs
1: and but it's a sex club But there's also sex clubs in other places you know what i mean so not
0: not germany so uh, some of the stuff i've heard is really extra yeah but it's a it's a sex club
1: so like the few people that are really into that stuff are gonna right so I, we're, exactly I, we're talking it's, about germany as a whole yeah. right
0: but I, I will say it does exist oh if, if yeah. you want some more information um send us a a private message I'm not, please, I'm not, I'm not don't talking don't, about on the air here. Don't send us links. This, this I don't know.
1: Alex, we don't want links. Don't, not links. Please, don't, don't send me links. Please don't send me
0: anything about this. You know what? Don't even send anything. Yeah. You're
1: right. So we'll just say, out of our own personal experience and what we've heard from the Germans we know, it's not a it's not a thing, or at least not as prevalent as, as a lot of American TV and movies make it out to be.
0: Yes. Yeah. 100%. False. I guess. <laughs> um... <laughs> um. You know what I'll do? One more, sure. Um, that Germans like to knock on tables when they leave. They don't say goodbye. They knock on a table. What's that about, Jeff? What's this? Uh, I don't know. I've never seen it in real life. Oh, <laughs> so, well, I have.
1: <laughs> if if if, if you'd asked me before we researched the show if this is a thing, I would have said false because I've never seen or heard it happen. But apparently, it is a thing.
0: I've seen this a million times. If you, go, especially like if you go to like these um like open, like these small little um. These small, old bars that a lot of older clientele go to that are kind of smoky and run down, kind of like a dive bar type situation. Um, there, if you're hanging out, have a, having a few beers and somebody leaves, instead of saying goodbye to the whole table, you just go, knock on the table and leave. Yeah. It's kind of like, goodbye, everyone. I'm not going to go around, hug you all, shake all your hands. I'm going to say, hey, I'm heading out. See you. Knock on the table and uh, go away. Yeah. And I've seen it happen before, you know, at, at one of these bars where the people weren't even hanging out with us, it was just, we was leaving the bar and just knocked on our table because we were near the door. And I was like, all right, yeah, man, cool. It's, it's, it's a nice little yeah, yeah. gesture. I think
1: it's an older generation thing. My girlfriend said, it's, yeah, I it's think something so. more like her dad and her and his generation would do, but-, but I do it. Uh, do you? Yeah. I've been to so many bars with you, never seen you knock anywhere. Because we
0: usually leave together.
1: But you didn't knock when we left on random people's
0: tables. Not random people's. I do it to like people that I know. Oh, okay. Like, if I'm gonna be if I'm at a party or something like that, there's a lot of people at a table, it's like, all right, guys, heading out. See you later. Have a good rest of the evening. Okay. Know? Nice. It's, it's. I think it's kind of a cool little. Uh, so. So you're saying thing. confirmed. I, I'm, I'm saying uh, yeah. I'm saying confirmed. Sorry, I guess it's not really a stereotype because no one really knows about it. But I just thought I would put that out there, just so um, if you ever see it, it's kind of a cool little fact i guess i don't okay. know jeff
1: so again another non-myth just more of a fact
0: about i mean we're all over the place at this point so might as well keep going
1: <laughs> hey if we had a lot but we couldn't even finish all the stuff we have because uh times are running out so That's true someday you might see a MythBusters part four i probably not coming down the road
0: <laughs> yeah you know it's not another myth jeff
1: is that whiskey's awesome
0: yeah exactly <laughs> okay before we review this Oh, I, I didn't read the bottle, but I really want to because it's, it's, it's interesting. Well, before, you, before you do that, can you give me a little splash?
1: Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> I am uh, running on empty. Not too big. Just, oh, wait, wait, whoa. Yeah, we'll finish later. Whoa there, Tiger.
0: <laughs> oh. um, Wonderful smell. It's, it's really small, but I have to read this. <laughs> Lock water rushing over rocky falls. Barley malted over moorland peat. Slow distillation and long mat- maturation in oak casks all help to shape Lagavulin's Lagavulin's robust and smoky character time, say the islanders takes out the fire but always leaves in the warmth ooh right? that's a thing it's super poetic
1: I think somewhere there's somebody with a job who writes all these blurbs on the whiskey bottles <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> the Scotchfield's like hey, write some bullshit on her bottle for us like, right, like, we, we've read some very poetic backs of whiskey bottles that you're just like oh my god like it's like better than the actual whiskey is the description that's
0: true sometimes yeah one thing i don't like about this whiskey is that does have food coloring in it did you have to mention that did you have to bring it down i'm just saying okay so that's with the color but a lot of bigger whiskeys do put food coloring so it's kind of like a brand image on it
1: yeah, cuz the big ones they make so many bottles, they want all of their the whiskey to be consistent and look the same, so right. they just add a little bit of food coloring so it's consistent. I
0: don't think it brings anything, I don't think it brings anything away from it. Some choose to do it, some don't. I don't right. think it's either good nor bad. So not really a reason um, to bring it up.
1: <laughs> just joking. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> uh, let's yeah. let, let's let's talk about
0: it in a second. Let's talk about it. I got to say it's really good. That's very tasty. It's, it's really, really smooth. It's smoky. I'm not getting any sweetness or anything like that in there.
1: Because it, it, it lacks this sweetness. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, that's replaced by, a, like, a, I want to say, for me, a harsh smokiness. But, yeah. but I still find it quite lovely. Uh, so, that's, but yeah, harsh isn't the word. I am not poetic like whoever wrote that bottle. But uh, <laughs> I like it. That's what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, I, I, would, um, I wish there was a bit, like, a bit of sweetness in there. You know, there's just something
1: in there. I don't need it, because so many of our whiskeys have a sweetness, and so it's kind of nice to... We don't
0: have to be sweet all the time, you know what I mean? Like, that's, something that, different. That, that's fair enough, too. It's just not as complex, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, it... Um, I wish I had more of a burn. I wish it didn't, It goes away faster than I would like there, it to. The thing is, it's... Can it be too smooth? No, because we've had red spot, and so red... Too smooth does not exist.
0: Because this is, like, really smooth where, where there's... You're right, there's zero... There's zero burn.
1: Yeah, the... I usually prefer the whiskey to linger a little for bit. a few seconds. Yeah, you know yeah what I down mean? the throat. This kind of goes away rather quickly. I, I'm not gonna say that takes away from it. I still really enjoy it, though. So, and, and a very quick burn, I, I, and, it's, I, and it's gone.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with my gut, and um, I'm gonna give this a solid eight. I think it's definitely an eight. If if the burn was a little bit longer, if there's a little more complexity to it, oh my god, I sound really pretentious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, again, it's anybody who's listening knows that. We are not whiskey experts. Like, really, we're just going off of what we consider to be good and not good. It's it's just... It what hits, tastes good on our mouths. Yeah, exactly. It hits our tongue and words come out. And that's what <laughs> happens. That's what's happening right now.
0: Um,
1: yeah. What What was last week's whiskey?
0: Nine. No. what was Oh, it? the red breast. Mm. Okay. Nine? So yep. is
1: this worse than the red breast? That's the question. We're not comparing.
0: And that was an Irish whiskey as well. True. Very different. And it was really good. Very different. And it's also really good. Um, I'm just going with an eight. I'm doing what I want to do, Jeff.
1: Hmm.
0: Eight sounds fair. Eight's fair. I think eight's fair.
1: That's really good. It's really good. It's in, um, If I had to make a list of my top five scotches, I would probably put it on there.
0: Yeah, I'd probably agree with Ooh, that. You, you
1: almost <gasps> choke on your words there. <laughs>
0: no, I, I'd agree. Um, I really like it. You know what? Maybe have it tomorrow. It'll be a 10. I don't know. But I, I'm gonna get, right now, I'm giving it an eight. Probably because I'm overthinking it. It can't like, change. It's yeah. always an eight. Oh, okay. It's an eight. Yeah, so that's that's about it. Thank you everybody for, uh, for listening again to episode 40. And for those of you who have been with us since episode one, thank you so much for listening to us for 40 episodes. I don't, maybe, I don't know. I don't know why you're doing that to yourself, but thank yeah, you for doing I, it.
1: Yeah, we started this thing. We honestly thought, we would maybe have like our moms listen and that would be it. So the fact that there's really, that there's strangers out there in the world that enjoy what we're saying is kind of crazy. Yeah. And Hey, you know, if you have ideas for topics, please send them. You oh, know? please. Cause you know, some weeks we, we know exactly what we want to do. Some weeks we don't. So if you got suggestions like just send them our way cuz i'm sure all of you've got questions about living in Germany
0: living abroad yeah we'd really appreciate any of your input for uh, next few episodes or anything you want you know we, we would love to to keep doing this we we love doing this every week yeah we can only do it with more ideas and more questions so yeah remember to uh give us a review if you'd like to give us a subscription somewhere thanks for listening youtube youtube, YouTube instagram
1: facebook you know the stuff the whole
0: nine yards you know you Check li- us out you listen to other things. You watch other things. And we try
1: to, we do our best to throw extra content out there, some pictures and stuff. Because, yeah. you know, it's one thing to like hear our stories, but when we throw you a picture of what we actually did, it's like, it's, <laughs> wow. like, it's like you're there. So. Okay, we're now rambling. We're going to stop oh talking. Oh my God. Let's just end this thing. Cheers. Okay. Love cheers. you. <laughs> I'm
0: going to stop the recording. The sound of silence.
1: Now, uh, apartment or home insurance, also known as Hausratversicherung in German, um, is something that covers... What are you doing? It's oh, going no, down. No, but I, I was only right there. I, had, I don't know what the next part
0: is. <laughs> you, you seem like you're going off the cuff. So, you know. All
1: right, no, okay, now we got to start over. Fuck. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. Sweet.
0: <clears throat> Good stuff.